This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, sad tromboner. (laughs) The colors of the year are biohazard suit. There's nothing that Pantone does that we can't achieve on our own. Goldfish, the snack that bites back. Rats can eat rice! The Gary that pooped on the other Gary. Proper X-Men town. Smoking for longevity. The great black heart divide. Depressed, but aroused. Don't eat the hot dog. First class contact. Cyber curious. Everything is a sex thing to Paul. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Oh, now, Trixie, please, don't forget your bedroom manners. For Miss Barry has excellent bedroom habits. The man made a movie with a monkey. The morning stream when I never get tired of that one. That's my favorite. I love that Scott Fletcher melting down minute. Anyway, hey everybody, it's uh, it's the morning stream, it's TMS, it's a good new show, welcome, Thursday, December 10th, 2020, I'm Scott Johnson, that's Brian Ibbett. Yep, yep. Oh, Hi. he didn't say all I'm of these things I'm not true. doing it, I'm not saying it. He didn't do it. He said, ah. he said yep. <laughs> you guys will have to get drunk I thought about way. it as I was drinking my coffee, I said, nope, it's time to break that, uh, break that. Uh, I, love that. That, I love that the alternative is, Yep. <laughs> yep. That's me. <laughs> I'll say I'll come up with different things to say there, but it ain't gonna be all of these things are true. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's uh, good to be here. I uh, hope you're all well. It's Thursday. It's a little bit of a weird Thursday. We have to we have to end the show at about an hour and change. Uh yeah. normally we go, you know, about an hour and forty five because Wendy will be here and we usually talk for a long time. But not today. Today yeah. I have an art client right. meeting that I forgot I planned like three weeks, some six weeks ago, whatever it was, a long time ago, and uh, we we were like stretching away. I was like, hey, how about we shoot for something middle of uh, uh, December? Let's just say the 10th. How's that sound? And I said, oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, whatever time you want. Didn't even think about how it crossed over. And then suddenly sure. my calendar was like, hey, you remember you have this today? And I said, no. <laughs> and then my calendar said, well, uh, you still have it. So I'm having it. Anyway, don't worry about Good. it. We're here. Good. We're still doing a show, and we're glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, okay. We got. Okay. I got a couple things. Brian. <laughs> yes. I want to hear about this first one because uh, I'm curious. All right. Uh, you're you're cyber curious, is what you're saying. I'm okay. cyber. I'm cyber curious. Uh, I'm not ready to fully commit, but uh, you know, I'm cyber curious. Cyber curious. Well, let me tell you about this. So last night, I stayed up too late. Let me tell you how this works. So, mm-hmm. if you really want to be tired in the morning. Especially uh-huh. in the morning where you know I have to get up early and take care of some stuff. Plus, I got a we got three dogs at the moment. Long story. Um, it was a three dog night last night. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was waiting for. I was totally waiting for that. I knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it. Come and now it's a three dog day. But uh, maybe later we'll have a three dog day afternoon. I don't know. But anyway. Oh wow! Look at that. Three dogs. They all have to be fed, peed, pooped, watered. You know, taken care of. Uh, was going to try to walk one of them. I can't do all three at once. And uh, Carter was going to do her dog uh, maybe at the same time. But everyone's really tired and sleepy. And it's also really cold right now. As you know, we're here in the mm-hmm. Mountain West, mm-hmm. Intermountain West. And it's very it's very cold right now. It is. So 
none of that happened. But uh, all the other parts did. And I got up early and did all that and took care of it. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and went, you look terrible today to myself, I said. And the reason <laughs> is I did this thing that a lot of people did, which was they waited until the 10 p.m. Mountain Time launch of Cyberpunk 2077. And then like me, I think... Maybe many of us, I don't know how many, but many of us probably stayed up till about 1.30 in the morning playing said game. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. How was it, though? I mean, was it was it awesome? It's pretty awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like it. It is, I'm a sucker for the cyberpunk universe and for anything that's sort of Blade Runner-y, you know, yeah. near but sort of distant future, cyber implants, your eyes are not the ones you were born with. Your arms got a augmentation that makes you super strong kind of bullshit. I love that stuff. Love it. Love it. <laughs> totally one of my top, let's put it in my top three genres. It's right up there with like apocalyptic Mad Max town. Sure. And uh, I don't know, fantasy, That's the I one guess. that I've come to expect as being right there at the top. Yeah. And so you won't be surprised that in the, in the beginning of this game, you get to choose three origins. One is nomad, which means you start out in the desert in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. before you get to the big city which feels like vegas by the way because you're in this desert and then off in the distance is this city called night city it's a gigantic city mm. and uh in it it's you know it's very blade runner city as well but it looks like vegas from where you are you're like oh i gotta drive to vegas so it feels like oh, anyway cool. okay so i start as a nomad out in the desert but then you can also be a corpo which is like a corporation born like somebody who's already in the thick of like the corporate wars and all that <laughs> And I see he's those, such a corpo. <laughs> that's what that. they call him. That's what they call him there. So they yeah. and, and those guys they start uh, in I think in the city. Although I haven't started a character, so I don't know. But it's something like that. And then the middle one is street gang, street tough, street something, street wise. I forget what they're called. But basically, you're just like a hustler immediately on the streets, doing all sorts of dirty work and stuff. Anyway, I start out as a nomad, drive into town, doing my quest line, blah blah blah. Uh, did that till about one thirty? Not the drive, but the game. Till about one thirty in the morning, <laughs> and uh, now I'm paying for it. And yeah. uh, I, I will say though, I really do like it a lot. Uh, there are there have been a lot of complaints, and I feel really bad for people who are experiencing this. But if you have a PlayStation uh, Four or an Xbox <laughs> One, or even the Xbox One X or a PlayStation Four Pro, both uh, all of those current like current last now they're last gen but you know the ones that were here right before these new ones came out yeah yeah it's it's a shit show they runs terrible really on those consoles they just can't keep up which makes me wonder if this thing got delayed because they knew they needed to delay this buggy you know horrible running thing on that generation of consoles they needed to at least have something else to play them on besides pcs uh, at launch day i i wonder because the video stuff I'm seeing is, it's horrifically slow and bad. Really, really, like bad, like like gappy frame, lost frames, lost slideshow frames, kind of business. Uh, textures popping in way too late. Uh, oh, we drive around a corner, everything freezes for a second. Like just bad, janky, weird, weird stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The Xbox One S, for example, are saying in the chat, 15 frames per second maximum or something, which is just that's abysmal. <laughs> That is. That's really bad. Um, yeah, PC version, geez. if you have a, a, a good enough video card, is running pretty pretty sweet. Um, I'm playing it on the Xbox Series X, and I'm getting 60 plus frames, smooth as butter, beautiful, no problem. I'm sure. having no issues sure. at all. Um, PS4 and Xbox One, 
total tanker so g- ganker. Bad. Tanker ganker. Which is a bummer because these were in, this was game was originally announced for those consoles and then got delayed mm-hmm. to all high hell and back. So it just seems like maybe the afterthought. It really is. They they were ready to move on to a next generation of hardware and yeah. you know focus primarily on the PC port and the next and these two new consoles. But the funny thing is the version I'm playing is the same version an Xbox One or One X would be playing. It's just that the Series X is just so much more capable. It's running it without a hitch or a problem. It's huh. smooth as pie for me. No no issues. So I haven't seen any issues right now. No problems for me. I feel bad for anybody who was hanging on to those little consoles going, well, they're still making it for that because that's what I've signed up for. And now yeah. you're going to get the most bummer version ever. Now, that being said, they'll patch it. You know, you'll see all sorts of action around patching sure. it and getting it up to speed. And it'll be fine. Okay? It'll be fine. Yep. Everyone they just had to get it out, get it out, it launched, all that stuff. And now, you know, now that it's out, they can start doing stuff to... Yeah, to address IQ or ICU in the chat makes a good point. He says, "I'm going to love playing the game of the year edition in three years." <laughs> it's me too. Uh, that's probably where I'm at too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, like it's it's one of those games. It'll be like The Witcher. In fact, I'm having flashbacks. It's the same company, right? Made The Witcher three. The Witcher mm-hmm. three launched with a bunch of people going, "Ah, oh, it doesn't perform as well as everyone said it would," and even on PC, it's not what you guys showed in videos. We're getting the same thing, right? Right now, that's happening. And then later, oh, it's so full of bugs and problems. Oh, when are you going to patch them? Stage two, complete. We're we're there now. (laughs) Stage three is where we go into a long 10-plus-year period, let's say five-plus-year period, where everyone thinks we'll start to think and, and, and realize that it might be the greatest game ever created, which is what they did with The Witcher 3. So we're just in those stages of you know denial and anger and all that. And then mm-hmm. uh, for, that's for a lot of players, not for everybody. There are people on PC, there are people on uh, the new consoles, PS5 and Xbox Series X, that are having a great time, that are just not, not running into any of these issues, living the charmed life. But for all you old console owners, I'm s- sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know why they they shouldn't launch in that state. It's bum, it bums yeah. me out, and they you paid fifty nine dollars for a game that should be better at launch, and that bugs me. So there's that. That's a bummer. All right, bummer, got man. some uh, got a couple theories on the voicemail we played yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, for context, let's play it again. Okay. Uh, so we can uh, hear it again and 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 understand what we're talking about. So here you go. Okay, there's that weird part. I'm going for sale. All right, so to all those who hated that yesterday, I'm glad I got to do it again. (laughs) Did you get some emails from people who are like, that gave me nightmares? Yeah, people did not not like that. But here's what Tony Glass said. He wrote in in response to what we played. He says, Dear Knuckles and Tui. So your knuckles, I guess. What does it, I guess there's not an S and B in this one, but uh, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you forgot. Hey, Tony, you forgot how this how the works. <laughs> that's all right. Anyway, he says that sounds like a creepy wake up call that went to the wrong number. Uh, he says what I heard is some singing. Then I'm calling for blank. This is blank. Wake up. That's what mm-hmm. he heard. Can't tell what the names are, but maybe some grandma trying to call their grandkid to wake them up. Bye, guys, says Tony Glass. Maybe. Uh, that's, yeah. 
I think they need to do a seance around grandma, though. Let's get that let's get that dark spirit out of her, though, because she's weird. She's real weird. <laughs> it's it's funny though. I mean, you know, I can see if you're listening for the word Satan, mm. and she goes Satan. Mm. <laughs> There's like a, but it could be like I'm calling for Satan. <laughs> Or St- Stan- Sarah. Stan- <laughs> I can't really do that. Stanley. Yeah. Maybe it's Stanley. I don't know. Well, I like this one better. This is from Paul. Okay. Paul All wrote right. it and said, <laughs> Oh, Paul. Paul says, Hey, guys, I have a theory on the voicemail person. It was a sex thing. Thanks for your consideration, Paul. That's it. That's the email. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. That's exactly right. It's absolutely. Paul. We need additional information. Like, what What do you mean? Like, I don't hear... I mean, uh, I'm going to scrub it again. Okay, so this bit here... Okay, t- tell me how that's a sex thing. <laughs> it just is, Scott. Oh, it, it just per is? Paul, per Paul, it just is. Oh, Paul. Paul, I need you more can't info. explain that with science. I'm actually genuinely curious what he thinks that... Why? But he didn't say. He didn't that's the short I think email. It's just, I think it's just a. Oh yeah, here's a theory. It's a sex thing. Thanks. Bye. Oh, like yeah. it's it's you You're know. Probably right. You're probably he's dropping right. a mic and walking out because it's damn funny. Well, I haven't had any uh, follow up from this person. Also, I told like I said it, the number was uh, was an unavailable number at the time. Yeah. Um, oh, grandma. But how grandma figure out how to do that with her uh, yeah, call no blocking kidding. on her number? I did get a unknown voicemail. That's not her. Let's see if this is well, if this is new. Let's see what this is, everybody. Let's just play okay. this, okay? Hold on. Are you worried about what this might be? No, no idea. Uh, hi, Scott. This is uh, uh, Larry over at the proctologist's uh, office. Uh, everything <laughs> came out clear. It, uh, could, it very well could be. Yeah. Or let's see. It could be my doctor or something. Here we go. Come on, play, you butthole. Oh, my gosh. Play for hell's sakes. This is Anne calling from healthcare.gov with an important message from the health insurance marketplace. Uh-huh. Oh. I already did it. It's an important message from the health insurance marketplace. This is a, I think that's a scammer call because I heard that this was a big, there's a big uptick in this. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, right around this time where the registration stuff happens. A bunch mm-hmm. of fake calls saying, we still don't see your bet, bet, bet. Please call this direct line and give us all your personal totally. information. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Everything's a scam. Okay. All of it. You know what the biggest scams in the world are? I put this on Twitter yesterday. Here are the three things: insurance, uh, insurance um, uh, uh, deductibles, total scam. Insurance itself is kind of a scam, but insurance deductibles, total scam. Number two, mm-hmm. Pantone colors, total scam. <laughs> Okay, all right. They are the world. The, the, Brian, the world of colors are available to everyone. With we all have eyeballs to see colors. There's nothing that Pantone does that we can't achieve on our own. It, and they, they assign they assign a money. number to it that we can all agree on. Oh. So when you when you're when when like your client says, well, uh, our logo is actually Pantone three six one R coded, whatever. Here's the, say, here's the oh, thing. Okay, cool. But we Got haven't that. all agreed on anything. That's them telling us what we think we want. That's them. I never voted. I never got a say in what, what some color was co- co- uh, colored as. I'm telling I mean, you. I guess. I guess these days, you know, we have uh, the hexadecimal. We have a nice little six-character 
uh, code to 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 name our colors that have nothing to do with Pantone. Yeah, I'll bet you Pantone kind of says, "Oh, they went ahead and just figured out another thing that does what we do," <laughs> and now people don't need to buy a thirty-six dollar uh, little booklet that lists all the colors. And uh, yeah, that was thirty-six bucks just for the little template or the thing with the little samples on it. If yeah. you want to actually use an official color in yeah, some context, right. you, then you pay more. It's a multi-million dollar freaking scam. But, now, it, everybody, but it happened at a oh, time, it came out at a time when we didn't have any of that, right? Like when when uh, old man Jenkins wanted to tell you what color his company logo was, yeah. we didn't, he didn't have hue, saturation, saturation, and brightness numbers at the ready to tell us or a hexadecimal uh, RGB uh, numbers or any of that RGB like, yeah. or anything like that. He had to yeah. like there had to be a standard. Now that standard's kind of useless now, but so yet people still certain- pay. They, they, there's a prestige to it, and every year they tell us what the two colors of the year are. Oh, I know. What are the two colors of the year? By the way, do some we know? kind of yellow and a and a gray. It's, it's- <laughs> that's 2020. Yeah, <laughs> yellow and gray. Urine and urine and clouds. That's basically. Uh- <laughs> But here's the thing, like anyone out there who's a graphic artist or works in this space at all, you know what I'm talking about. Now, a lot of you are going, what's the big deal? I just don't I'm telling you, it is a underreported scam of all scams. All right. So there's number two. <laughs> number three, let's make an ins- insurance sandwich. Number three is co-pays. That's yeah. a scam. Yeah. Everything about insurance is kind of a scam, but these two major parts of American, I know we're not, you know, over on foreign soil, you guys have your own things, but over here we have this thing called deductibles, which is ridiculous and stupid. Mm -hmm. Why even have insurance? What are you paying for Mm -hmm. if you somehow still have to pay out five grand when you go into the, like, oh, if if, if that just means, well, I'm paying for insurance. Oh, well, that'll also be an additional $50 copay. It's like, keep handing over cash for this freaking scam. Okay. I'll go along with that as a scam. I'm I'm, Pantone is going to be a hard, a hard fight to. Well, here's, here's why. See, this is why it's hard for you. We have, and the reason I put this up is we all accept these, these scams as normal. Right. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the insurance thing, we just go, oh, well, that's how deductibles work. It's because we've resigned <laughs> ourselves to thinking it's normal. And now now the, the jig is in like it's happening and, and we're all suckers for it. And the, and the Pantone thing, while I admit is a little goofy, it's similar. It's like, oh, no, no, no. If it's not a Pantone color, then what do you do? <laughs> we all have eyeballs. We can see all the colors. It's everywhere. <laughs> Look at all the color. Can't argue with that. Yes, this is this is that part is true. That much is true. That annoys me. Anyway, uh, I'd be curious what our listeners say are scams. So scams that are that seem like they're obviously scams, but that we have normalized. Come up with another one, like um, um, I mean, you can get real specific, like you know, some people want certain concepts to be regularly passed around. Like this, mm-hmm. this ridiculous, stupid idea that there's a war on Christmas, that crap. You could oh, say that's yes, one right. of those, but, but that's not what right. I'm talking about. I'm more like me. It's for me, it's a monetary thing. Like, right. Exactly. Like what, what dumb things are we paying for? Because we just don't think about the fact that we're paying for them. And we just kind of, yeah, like exorbitant, on. you know what? Torek smart water. Would smart water be uh, one of those <laughs> You know what? Those are, that's, I think you're getting close. That's a good one. Wa- bottled <laughs> water in general. Kid Rock. 
Could Kid Rock qualify as <laughs> a scam that's been leveraged on the American people? Because he's a cowboy. Or no, is that his song? He is a cowboy. No, but does he sing a song called... <laughs> he, does sing, he does sing a song called Cowboy. Indeed, he does. Does he still have the little, tiny, the little tiny guy running around with him? Oh, or did he die? Oh, no, he? Joe C. died like oh, okay. years ago, I think. I feel like we from... talked about this before. We have, yes. Yeah. Um, Every time we bring up Kid Rock, we talk about Joe C. Uh, high fashion. There's another scam. Well, uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, yes, we've, had, we've talked about this before. I think Valentine's Day is absolutely a scam. Yep. Um, and it, 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 mm, there are a lot of holidays that fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that are, oh, you got to do something. Because everyone in your life, right. you, everyone right. loves someone. You got to. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you work in an office and you come back from lunch and somebody has a bouquet of roses sitting there on the uh, front uh, front uh, desk clerk's uh, little shelf, mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't get anything. Oh, mm-hmm. but I didn't want anything. But now I want something because I saw somebody else got something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like it. That water bottle is both yep. strong, strong contenders. I can't think of anything uh, else. I'm sure there's something else. Oh, uh, well, see now we're uh, what I'm trying to do is a grand yeah, one, not for the paying for the undercoating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True it's coat. the undercoating of it. Everything that has an undercoating, <laughs> quote unquote, undercoating. Oh, you got to get that <laughs> right. true coat. Right. Whoever does that uh, is best lying. by uh, best by um, whatever their. Hey, would you like to pay for this additional uh, service plan? Yes. It, you know, you get you get a year with your thing anyway. But would you like to pay more for it? Yeah. Insure. Uh, 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 insurance money at the GameStop on the used game you bought, or whatever, or whatever their sign up crap. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the best one. GameStop's uh, yes. And used, I realize game guarantee. I realize yeah. these are all like part of capitalism is finding stuff people are willing to endure, and then you just do it because they do. Sure, sure. But sometimes I look at myself and go, "Why did you do that? Why are you buying into this thing?" <laughs> You know what I mean? Codes for Vogue. Yeah, but that true code is installed at the factory. You yeah. don't have that true code. Yeah, You've you got oxidation. Love it. And then Love at the it. end, and this is the worst part, what often happens is what happened in Fargo, which is he put the true code on there, even when the guy said, don't do it. Yeah. And then the guy saw the invoice and got super passed, pissed. You're a liar, Mr. Lundergaard. You're a liar. And if I don't, pardon my French, but you're an effing liar, whatever he says. <laughs> And all he did, Lundergaard just kind of sat there looking at his toes like, well, we put it on. We did it. We Like, that's the world we live in. And sometimes I hate that. I hate that world. Yes. Maybe it's because I played yeah. a bunch of cyberpunk where the world's run by corporations that, that I'm now fired up again. Maybe that's what that's happened. That's funny. I, uh, I started watching. I picked back up uh, with Mr. Robot. We dropped off at the end of the second season, decided since I'd finished a couple things and I was ready to start binge watching a new thing that I'd pick back up with uh, Mr. Robot. That is a hard show to stop for a while and then start. Because totally I remember great. like the basic storyline, mm-hmm. but I, I, I don't, maybe I just need to find, I'm sure somebody on YouTube has done a first and second season recap. I should probably just go watch Dairy Girls. Cause yeah. Cause it's just staring at Claire Gack will never, uh, yeah, it's just staring at me in Netflix with a weird face. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch that. Um, but I, but I'm same. I have the same problem, Mister Robot. I'm two seasons behind, and I never could yeah. get back on rails because I felt like I missed where I forgot where I was, and, yeah. and I don't want to. It's like a, there's certain video games like that for me too, where I'm like, I gotta start mm-hmm. over. I can't just start here. Like, I think I hate to say it, but I think Breath of the Wild would be that for me. I 
I got far into Breath of the Wild. I think I did three of the gods, three of the, mm. the you know, the big gods. Mm. But I don't remember how to play the damn game. So I think if I had to pick it back up, it's like, okay, I, I know this left joystick moves me around. Mm-hmm. Uh, what jumps? What shoots? Yeah. What uh, aims? What? Uh, that stuff really throws me. What did I do yeah. recently where I started over and then played the whole thing again? Because I couldn't... St- uh, what game was it? Oh. Oh, I know. I'm. I was playing. Um, it'll probably get sidelined for a bit because uh, Cyberpunk. But I was playing that um, Outer Worlds game, and that's a game with a lot of complex characters and interacting storylines, and choices matter, and you know you kind of have to keep track of things, keep a thread going. And I just, I was like, I may as well just start over. I wasn't that far. I was like maybe three hours into this. Let's just do it again. And yeah. then I got further. So now I'm further. I'm like six, seven hours into that game. And then now Cyberpunk's here, so what, what am I left with? On the other end, I'm going to have to remember where the hell I was in that. <laughs> oh, what trouble we have in our, our I enlightened existence. I know, yeah. How do we deal yeah. every day? All right, enough people pandemic. in the chat room have told me to um, to give up on Mr. Robot because apparently the, the last half of the last season gets dumb. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I had yeah. not heard that. I heard from, well, uh, Bo Schwartz, my cohort and friend, from other shows uh loved the way that season ended or that series ended so really okay i was basing my future watching on his opinion but that doesn't mean he's right so maybe it was bad it maybe. was not good says the chat all right that's what chat says well Look, one we do whatever you chat. say chat whatever you say yeah exactly i trust the chat you guys have any more opinions you'd like to share right now like tell us about how oh, you dan feel Wally, dan Wally says it ended fine worth the end uh martin says it was not good or mario but it's like done with a 10. Did he say? Uh, it's a not the good. Um, no. One of the producers for iRobot, he said, it's a not the good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Free Rangers says season three was good. Four was uh, off the rails again. Off the rails? I don't know what that means. Because two I liked. If you're saying two was off the rails, well, then I liked two. So maybe I'll like th- three or four. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I, that I did really dug that none down. of that helped me. None of that. None of yeah, that. Helped it turns me. out we're back. Oh, I do want to see that Heaven's Gate documentary on HBO though. I'm going to totally watch that. Brian and I growing up, I swear there were there's some touchstone moments that happen and even in our 20s like like uh uh who killed Oh, JR? <laughs> no. No, that's a good, JR? What? That's a, no, that's a huge cultural moment, but I'm thinking of yeah. um Oh my gosh. O.J. Simpson, the the O.J. Simpson. Oh, oh, gotcha. That okay, whole yes. thing, like oh, him driving. You're talking about Bronco. real things that happen. Yeah, real things. Like comparing to, to Heaven's Gate, yes. <laughs> yes. And one of those, for me, was the Heaven's Gate business, because when that was happening, yeah. I don't even remember when that happened. 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just I being so. yeah. blown away, completely fascinated with why uh, people could come together with enough cognitive dissonance to drink a bunch of poison kool-aid and die in the house waiting for an alien spaceship to pick him up on the back of a comet like what how do you get that far that fascinated me so finally all these years later a documentary is going to tackle how that's possible and i can't wait to watch it i love stuff like this so i'm gonna do it it just came out i think didn't it just hit Yes, yeah. HBO uh, Max it's Original. It's currently in the uh, here's the thing we're promoting that you watch uh, billboards that nice. I get on Apple TV. Nice. Well, I will check it out. Anyway, that might be my recommendation next week. See, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't want to okay. freak anybody out, but that might be what I do. 
Hey guys, here to talk to you about our friends at Blue Chew. That's right, the sponsored episode is from Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's eh, something we could all use a little more of right now, right? You know what I mean. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, guys. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. You don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, Chew.com slash TMS. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. All right, Brian. Yes. I think we ought to do this. This is the info we've been waiting for. Time for the news brought to you by. Finally, the info we've been waiting for. Uh, Today on Coverville, 1 p.m. Mountain Time uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville, it is time to finally get to Paul Westerberg, lead singer of The Replacements. And uh, man, if if you were like me and like everybody I knew in the 90s, you had the singles soundtrack and uh, Dyslexic Heart and Waiting for Somebody were like huge, huge songs for him on that soundtrack. Uh, He's done stuff with Joan Jett. Uh, of course, a lot of replacement songs have been covered by great people. So tune in today at 1 p.m. to hear Paul Westerberg, who is 60, turn 61 at the end of this year. And since I've never done a Paul Westerberg cover story, it's time to finally get to that. Yeah. Dust that one off. His, his birthday is December 31st. And uh, I'm always doing the Coverville Countdown and Christmas episodes at the end of the year. So I never I always miss doing a, a Paul Westerberg show. Oh, well, we're going to rectify that today. Uh, so check it out. 1 p.m., right? right? 1 Still 1 p.m. Mountain Time. 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Very the only nice. time zone that matters. Very uh, nice. Twitch.tv slash Coverville. So um, you reminded me of something. Joan Jett. Yeah. Are the Blackhearts still around or whoever her backup band was? What were they called? I imagine the Blackhearts in some form are still around. I want to say that um, there's been lineup changes among the Blackhearts. Okay. But... Uh, if I, I want to make a confession. Many, many, many different black hearts. Good black hearts. Good, good black hearts on both sides. <laughs> of the great black heart divide. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, it, yeah, it, lots of, uh, like, Ricky Bird uh, left in the mid-90s. Gary Ryan left in the uh, 80s. Lee Crystal left in the 80s. And now there are Michael McDermott. Uh, AC, no, Hal Setzer and uh, uh, Dougie Needles. Uh, Dougie Needles. Dougie and McDermott all in the same sentence. We're just like Nicole's here. <laughs> oh my God, it totally is a Nicole thing. Yes. Weird. Weird. All right. Well, I was just curious. Also, if I was yeah. rich and I owned a jet, a personal jet, I would name yeah, it would you name put it Joan on it. Yeah, I totally would. <laughs> just to piss everybody off. Just to be annoying. Just to do like yes, a I, grand. I think that's a great idea. Because mil- I can't think of another. It'd be a multi-million dollar dad joke, basically. Right, exactly. And people would get it once and laugh, and then 
the next time they said, be like, oh, yeah, there's the Joan Jet. Yeah, there's the Joan Jet, you guys. There's that guy who made that terrible joke. Watch him as he goes. Okay. <laughs> Check this out. If you live in South Carolina, like Brian Dunaway and others do who listen to our show, uh, mm-hmm. hey, Chad. How's it going, Chad? Chad's out there. Chad. Chad. <laughs> I like Chad. Uh, anyway, Chad. Uh, a nine pound goldfish was found swimming in a South Carolina lake. Now, when I was young, wow. there was a, there was talk when I was, I don't know, junior high age, that if you put a goldfish in a lake, it would just keep growing because uh, when they're taken out of fishbowls and like put in a more natural environment, they don't just stop at whatever fishbowl size they stop. They just keep going. I don't remember who told me this. Some friend, mm. one of the Garys, the one, the Gary that pooped on the other Gary. It's one of those guys told me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old that's an old story reference that uh, people need to go back and find yeah you may not you know, the one Gary that pooped on the other Gary yeah. <laughs> yeah the Gary that dropped a nugget on other Gary during the night um, long story man I'm not going to retell it you would it, think but... that goldfish would um, would die when they're released into you know out of a fishbowl because they don't know they don't know really how to fend for themselves in a big environment and there's not you know controlled Water and I guess with goldfish, you really didn't need to worry about as much as you did with a, a tropical fish. Yeah, goldfish, you could just um, put in regular old tap water and let it. Be. You didn't need a you didn't need a filter and a. Right. Um, you just got to change the water every every couple of weeks. Yeah. At least that's what the guy told me when I threw a ball into the little candy dish on the rotating platform at the carnival. Oh, is that what he said to you? He said that. He said just change the water every once in a while. They're fine. Wow, some deep wisdom from that guy. <laughs> So the um, the my understand well I was told this and I never believed it but now I'm starting to wonder because this story makes me wonder. Uh, Greenville County Park officials say a lake study turned up a nine pound goldfish. Maybe it just had to be that big just to defend it, defend itself from all the bass Maybe. and the lake trout and stuff. Sure. Anyway, it's from the lake called Upstate Lake. Uh, Greenville County Recreational uh, officers rather or officials blah. Posted on Twitter, they say the nine-pound goldfish was found in Oak Grove Lake during some uh, recent testing at lakes around the county. Uh, Oak Grove is located off Roper Mountain Road. I don't know why they're telling me that in here. Hey, guys, I got directions. Anyone want to go see this fish? It's <laughs> a weird story. Wow, this thing is cool. Like, I would have thought that, all right, swimming around in the lake, it would, all, it would like, lose its bright color, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think that... Because you change that, you change an animal's environment like that. Put it into a different kind of water and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You see uh, body changes, but that thing is oh, still it, as it, bright orange as he was when he was swimming in his little little bowl. I know it looks like it's made. It looks like rust or something. Like it's a rusted fish. Yeah, rusty fish. It looks like a, it looks like a giant. It's a magic carp. The guy just caught a magic carp. Is oh, what he caught. Oh man. The ultimate Pokemon goes to South Carolina. Well done. That's right. Now feed that thing and turn him into a Gyarados. Yeah, there you Hurry. go. Chat room, you see that thing? That's pretty gnarly, right? It is. It's, it's, uh, it huge, says, it's huge. Oh, here it is. Okay. Goldfish are not native to South Carolina lakes, but Hawk, this person there, said it's not invasive or causing issues in the lake, so it was released back into the lake, so it's still in there. Mm-hmm. They didn't say the origin because they don't know, but I'm telling you, what if some kid just walked out there I'm with sure. a bag and just tossed it yeah that's exactly what we know that's got to be what happened is that somebody had it as a pet they're like ah i'm tired of taking care of this thing throw it in the lake let him be let him be with other fish yeah and uh and for it, himself. It all of a sudden became the dominant animal <laughs> he is kingfish king that's of right. the fish in this lake 
Goldie, and you're going to do what I say. Yeah, you don't get shit done in this town without my approval. That's right. Says the big goldfish. <laughs> Grouper, you go take that school with you and go rub that guy out right over there. <laughs> right over there. <laughs> right over there. <laughs> the other side of the lake where we were earlier today. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good and fun. Yes. Let's move on to this story here. This is uh, this is about some drugs. And, okay. Uh, <clears throat> boy, it's pretty funny. Drugs recalled after a mix-up of packages put depression medication mixed in with erectile dysfunction drugs and they got mixed together. <laughs> yeah, this is rough. Rough business for those looking for what they were looking wow. for. Wow. I'm still sad, but boy, have I got a boner. <laughs> I'm so depressed today, but woo, look at me. <laughs> exactly. Well, good to see part of me is not feeling sad today. <laughs> Uh, that must have been a bad day for those people. Um, pharmaceutical so, distributor right. AV Care is voluntarily recalling 100 milligrams uh, Slidenafil tablets. Sil, sin, hold on, I'm going to get it. Sildenafil pa- tablets. Think I got it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or is it Sildenafil? I don't know. Sorry, I'm typing sad tromboner uh, into the uh, title show title. Ah, Brian Simmons and titles. I'm going to vote for you. I'll, I'll vote for you. You get my cool. vote. I, I haven't. It's been a long time since I've done a title. And uh, well, if you're like me, okay. then you'll use the wrong um, the wrong uh, band. I, I, that's exactly what I did. I did. I did exclamation point sad tromboner. <laughs> I forgot the s. I forgot to do exclamation point s sad yeah. tromboner. Instead, it looks like you're going. Blink! Or no, sorry. <laughs> Blink's that. Right here. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're and, that's, and that's pronounced sildenafil. Oh, okay. This is you. Brian went. Sad boner. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. <laughs> well done. I like that you have that one handy. Yeah, I have that for another show. It's just right on the thing. Uh, anyway, where the hell was I? Oh, so they're going to take these back. This included 100 milligram trasnodone tablets due to the product mix-up company announced. They didn't say which of these are... Which <laughs> I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Tablets are inadvertently packaged together when they were bottled by a third-party vendor. Well, there's your problem. Get those mm-hmm. third-party vendors out of there. Oh, it does say this. Sildenafil, or whatever, is the active ingredient in Viagra, which is used as a treatment for erectile dysfunction. Trazodone is used for major depressive disorder. Unintentional consumption of sildenafil can pose serious health risks for those with underlying health issues, such as lowering blood pressure to dangerous levels for those taking prescription prescriptions containing nitrates. Isn't that what's in hot dogs? Nitrates? Nitrates, yeah. That's what I was always told. Don't eat the hot dog. Why? Full of nitrates. Full of nitrates. Is that yeah. still... Is that because is that of the salt? I don't know. Okay, hold on. Hot dog. Yeah. Nit- hot dog nitrates. Nitrate. <laughs> oh, there's some nitrate-free hot dogs you can get. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, here we go. Five things to know about nitrates in your hot dog. Well, this would be fun. Mm-hmm. Number one, sodium nitrate, nitrate... Uh, and other nitrates are f- food preservatives used primarily in processed meat products such as hot dogs, luncheon meats, ham, bacon, corned beef, spam, and in some smoked fish. I was that's why the salt connection. Yeah, salt connection. Salt, yeah, and salt is a age-old, thousands of years preservative. That's what they do on the yep. ships. The pirates would go, "All right, we got some salted beef to eat. Right. Don't yeah. worry, you can eat it because it's been sitting in salt. It's not a. It preserves the meat in the salt. That's what it'll taste told. horrible, but it won't be spoiled. You'll still puke, but for other reasons. Oh, and you've all got the scurvy. Eat some fresh <laughs> fruit. Now wash that with a lime. Here, you've got yeah. the salt. You've got the lime. Just drink some tequila. Yeah, in the coconut and drink it all up. 
Okay. <laughs> it says uh, number two, nitrates play several roles. Okay, we get all that. Okay. Three, unfortunately, when cooked or broken down in the stomach, nitrates from uh, this sort of stuff uh, can cause cancer in young children and pregnant women. Jeez. Mm. Okay, so that's no good. Yeah, so there you go. So then maybe you do get the nitrate-free hot dogs if you're feeding it to... As, a, as an afternoon staple to your kids, your stay-at-home so, kids. But it even says this, spinach, beets, lettuce, celery, parsley, and cabbage are naturally high in nitrates. Oh. Um, but the level of naturally occurring nitrates is determined by the plant's genetics, age, and so on. Due to increased use of nitrate fertilizers in the last century, these figures are pretty high right now. Oh, because you know, now you're fertilizing with nitrates. Mm-hmm. Um, is this is, So we've got a situation basically where we've got good nitrates and bad nitrates. I think so. Like, just like the now, it used to be cholesterol was one word and it only meant one bad thing, but now there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. And uh, oh, science, can't you pick a lane and stay in it? Pick a lane, science. Yeah. Beep, beep. All right. Eggs are good. Eggs are bad. Wine is good. Wine is bad. Ah, oh, stop it. Right now, I think we're in the eggs are good phase. Wine is okay. Still okay phase, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always okay here. It'll sweep. <laughs> it's Brian's house. It's always Saturday night. All right. That's right. It's always Saturday night somewhere. Uh, so don't take... No, it's not. <laughs> if you got either of these pills, check to see where they came from and maybe don't take them until, you know, there's some verification yeah. on the recall. Well, just don't take the blue ones. <laughs> don't take the blue pills. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Matrix 4 coming to HBO Max. You excited about that? <laughs> I, I am excited... Um, but they didn't leave us on a good note. No. You know, they didn't leave us in a good place with the two last Matrix movies. And so, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's do this real quick. Can we think of an example sure. where a franchise just ended miserably? We don't need another hero. <laughs> but then came back with a we don't need with a, to- like a hit fourth film or something. Do you, yeah. Like, gosh, wonder what what you could be leading towards. What well, you could be getting at. I don't know. I'm that's what I'm saying. I can't think of a good one. There aren't what? any good ones. Like what? Oh, Mad Max Fury well, my, Road. My hint wasn't enough for you. <laughs> oh no, you're right. Except I wouldn't call. I'm not going to call Thunderdome a bad movie. It's just oh, we did at the time. <laughs> yeah, compared to uh, compared to uh, uh, Road Warrior. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a relative thing, but yeah, you're right. But the Matrix, <laughs> the last two Matrix sequels are so freaking hideous. Yeah. Okay. So, so what you're saying is, and I agree. Yeah. George Miller's the only one to pull it off. Who else has done this? George, uh, freaking uh, the Indiana Jones movies couldn't pull it off. And they ended on well, a high note. And they came back. They ended the biggest- on a high note. So we're waiting for we're waiting for number five to be able to see if they can do what what uh, Miller did. Yeah, I don't think I don't um, have a lot of confidence in it. What's another What's another one? Uh, I mean, people are saying Star Wars, and I would I would agree. I actually really enjoyed uh, seven, eight, and nine much more than the prequels. So I feel like they did they did bounce back. Oh, it wasn't the prequels quite the bounce for sure. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pre uh, yeah hundred percent bounce back from prequels. Were they? I mean, the the problem I have right now is the Mandalorian has ruined all of it. It's so good, kind of, yeah. It's made right. those movies seem inconsequential and dumb to me. Yeah, and that's their uh, it's their fault. They made a great TV show that I'm really invested in, and that's just that's where we're at, with Star Wars. But uh, okay, I got another one. Oh, Superman, that's a good one. Oh, Superman, we had some real one. garbage Superman Superman movies for a while, and yeah, but the fourth comeback. <laughs> Or the fifth comeback. Sorry, fourth movie was the horrible one, the final Reeves one, and then the fifth one was the Brandon Routh one, which was Brandon not Routh a giant one. hit. 
Yeah. Neither was Man of Steel. And, they just haven't done it. And yet. then you've got and then you've got Batman v Superman. Yeah. yeah. All right, maybe not. They haven't done it yet. Maybe the Snyder cut will save everything. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so the, so then there's Ghostbusters, which you could argue Oh, I mean two's terrible. Two is legitimately a two very is bad terrible. movie. Did did the uh Kristen Wig Ghostbusters save it? The Melissa McCarthy no. Kristen Wig? No. no. It wasn't as good so, as it should have been. That movie was I don't care I about. have very high hopes for I do too. Uh, for I do too. The younger Ramus's uh take. I have legitimate Wait, the younger Ramus's. Who who's doing that? Isn't it uh, who's who's the not Ramus? Uh, uh the director. Uh, um uh, uh the son of uh, Reitman, uh, Jason Reitman. Reitman, or? Reitman. I'm oh, Jason, my Reitman, Nathan, Reitman, Jim, uh, Jim Bob Ray, uh, Reitman. I, Ivan Ivan's, Reitman. Ivan's Ivan the Reitman. dad. That's the dad. Who's the son? Uh, Jason Jeffrey. Uh, Jason Reitman. Right. Is it Jay- <laughs> Come up with it. Jeez. I'm worried about me, you know, because like. <laughs> Like I'm thinking, you know, I'm confusing my Harold Ramises with my Ivan Reitmans. I'm uh, what did I have a couple of days ago? I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm legit concerned yeah, that you know, uh, go quick. Some go. of the synopses are are not uh, are not are not firing. Go 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 uh, do a uh, crossword puzzle real fast. You'll be fine. It'll all be fine. It'll solve. It'll solve it. I do yeah. need to get back to doing those. I got back for a while and um and then Shadowlands kind of said, oh well, you could do a crossword puzzle or you could level. Even my sister admitted video games are. Are uh, been now proven to be a good brain uh, thing. She, I forgot okay. exactly was that. That wasn't the scientific solution <laughs> or uh, conclusion. Good. Now I feel better. Yeah. Yes. The video games are a good brain thing. She said. Right. There's your oh Wendy the X Men movies. All right. Well, that's uh, one was okay. It was it was groundbreaking, but it was okay. Two was fantastic. Two Three was, was garbage. Three was terrible. Then did you get first contact after that? No, we, first contact. That's <laughs> Star Trek. First uh, class. <laughs> first See? class. First contact. <laughs> yeah, you're. Right. It's a pattern. See? It's a pattern of kinds of cross. You're doing a certain kind of cross of information, yeah. and it's okay. I'm I'm here for yes. it. Yeah, uh, first. It was the first C. First C movie. Yeah, I like that one. That was yeah. good. Um, and the next one and was then okay. They really started getting. Garbage. Yeah, the next one was all right. Argue, um, but then, then New Mutants that. is New Mutants is better than the last four X Men movies. Oh my lord, that's that's everything since First Class. Okay, and not counting Logan, which is the best of all the. Oh yeah, Logan X-Men stands movies. on its own. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, fair enough. I oh, yeah. I don't count Deadpool as X Men. I mean, he started out in X Force. I guess it's got a couple. It's got Colossus. I mean, there's crossover, but he's that's not where he started. I mean, he didn't yeah. start in proper X Men town, you know. Yeah. So I don't think. That I mean, happens. I would. Uh, so you know, somebody could argue. Well, would you call would you call Venom a Spider Man movie? I guess yeah. It was, I mean, it's it was a, Sp- a Spider Man Spider Man adjacent. Sure, yeah. Sure. Do you think they cross that over at all? Do you think they're ever gonna get those guys? I hope so. I hope that uh, that well, we're supposed to get the Carnage movie. Yeah. We get Morbius. Morbius is definitely going to have some some Spider-Man business, or uh, maybe Venom and Carnage crossover in Morbius. Maybe we get a you know a a, a crossover appearance of uh, Venom and Morbius. The, the, um, the beastie Spider-Man. But I mean, if they're putting, if they're bringing Molina and Molina and uh, uh, now I hear rumors of um, all of them, all of the first 
All the first three? The first do Toby and uh, Toby uh, McGuire? What's he doing? What? 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 That's the rumor I'm hearing is that it's not just Molina, but they're, they're, you know, there's talk that, uh, uh, that they've reached out to Toby McGuire and Kirsten Dunst. And I <laughs> just watching her on Fargo last night. Did you? Um, yeah, I'm watching two season two again, but, uh, that's right. I forget, I forget that she and, uh, Fat Damon were in, um, oh, season two. They're so good in it. They that's are really an amazing good. season. Everything. And they're about, a real life couple uh, now. <laughs> are, no, they're not. Are they? Are they together? Aren't they? Oh my God. Are they? Hold I love on. that. If I wanna, true. I've been I've been spreading so much garbage information lately that I want to make sure I get this right. Yes. Oh no Kirsten way. Dunst and Jesse Plemons are a couple. Since uh, 2016, uh, they're engaged. I love that. That's great. Look at those two. Oh, well done. <laughs> the next Marvel Spider-Man movie, according to Quantum Feline, Feline, is rumored to have Toby Dunst, Molina, Andrew Garfield, Jamie Foxx, Emma Stone, and potentially even Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Oh wow! Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What are they doing? Like a major Spider-Verse crossover, spy, uh, uh, crossover thing with the Netflix Daredevil. That would be a pretty impressive thing to pull off. Is uh, Pulling in Charlie Cox's uh, as that would, that would be no small thing for sure. That's yeah. really impressive. Exactly. Oh my gosh, okay, I did not good. know these two are together, and I'm I'm sort of having a weird celebration in my head about this. They have a baby, right. do they? Because have a they, baby. Oh my gosh, they have a kid. Baby. That's great. They just seem so nice together. They're they're the Bloomquists. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> That's right. I don't. They've think- got something besides meat in that freezer. <laughs> It looks a lot like Karen Culkin. What's going on? I've been on such a Fargo kick. I can't stop. Um, okay. Anyway, where the hell were we? Oh, Piers Morgan. You know him, Piers Morgan? Yes. He was a he was a celebrity apprentice winner back when our president was a reality show host. Oh, oh right. I guess he still is. Yeah, I guess he still is. Also, he does like he does some political stuff on somewhere. He does. He um he, I don't know if he still has his talk show didn't he take over um oh for a while he took over for somebody on cnn it was like a big deal yes. and they kicked him out or yeah. fired him because he was too controversial or something mm-hmm. yeah he's he's um he's a bit of a mixed bag but it, my memory of him is is one of the america's got talent uh hosts uh judges and he was always the pisser one like i don't oh, know right this girl is very right. good at what she's trying to it's like I forgot about yeah i forgot he was doing that for a while too well he insists. Here's Morgan Live. That's what I'm thinking of. And he took over for uh, Larry King. Um, no, Larry King. It was Larry, Larry King. Okay. Oh. Yep. So it's Larry King. Schenectady, you're on the air. Larry King's not doing any of that now, right? He's done, or what's his deal? What's Larry King doing? He's doing ads for uh, uh, <laughs> some sort of insurance. <laughs> Let's see. On the- oh, geez. He's had a rough year. His son and daughter died within weeks of each other. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 87 years old. Mm. Uh, it says, son Andy King, age 65, unexpectedly passed away of a heart attack in July, while his daughter, Chaya King, 52, died earlier this week, only a very short time after being diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Jeez. Wow. Why, he, do, uh, why, apparently... they, why does his kid have lung cancer? And this guy who smokes more cigarettes than, than the world has ever made is 87. And <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, He's on uh, Aura TV. Oh, I don't know what Aura TV is. I don't some, either. Some, it's some all around work. you, Brian. It's all around you. Aura. TV. <laughs> That's how Aura. Aura. That's Aura <laughs> TV. Aura TV. Got it. 
Um, all right, check this out. So Piers Morgan has had to come out in the news again and insist he is not the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. <laughs> all right, is there is there a side-by-side? There's got to be a side-by-side side photo in this thing. There is. And he does look a lot like her, or she looks like him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, he's He's... He's adamant about it. Um, he's been forced to deny a wild rumor he played the pigeon lady, lost in the or in uh, Home Alone 2, lost in New York. Over the years, fans have noticed an uncanny resemblance between the British television personality and Irish actress Brendan Fricker. Fricker. Brenda Fricker. That's actually her saying the F word, but it all sounds weird in Ireland. <laughs> her name's Brendan Fricker. Anyway. Just Brenda. No, Brendan. Just Brenda. Oh, Brenda. Sorry. Brenda. Brenda Fricker. Brendan. I'm thinking of Brendan uh, Gleeson. Brandon Gleason. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay, sure. Who's all, all, also Irish? Whatever excuse we need, Brian, to do Brenda, the voice. Brenda Fricker was also in uh, Angels in the Outfield, so I married an axe murderer. Yeah. Uh, so a time to kill. Or was Piers uh, Morgan? Or was things. it Piers Morgan? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This photo of him, for some reason, reminds me. Did you see that photo of that congressman? I forgot even who it was. The Arizona. His name's like the Doobie. Guy. Doobie Pooperson. Or not Bobert. Uh, Goober. Gar- the guy Gar- whose tar- tooth falls out as he's talking. Yes. Uh. <laughs> he's talking, doing an interview. Go- press Gomert. Thing. Gomert. Gomert. He's, Gomert. He's and the if, A-hole. Boy, that I mean, yeah. the name Gomert just means your te- tooth is going to fall out while you're talking. It's <laughs> like talking, this. He's, he's with a name there. like Gomert, it means your tooth is going to yeah, fall out. Yeah, the way he's sitting car. there just going, yab, 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 yub, yab, yab, and it comes out, and then I don't know what he does with it. He shuts I don't his either. mouth for a I second and goes, swallows it. And he either swallowed it, absorbed it like some kind of alien, <laughs> or he's used to it coming out and it went back in, maybe. Maybe that happened. I don't oh, know. Maybe. Maybe it was just a piece of gum that he he pushed Ooh. up in place of the missing tooth. Oh, that's so gross. That just gives me the if you want to know what gives what's gross got out the most, it's the feeling of a tooth just falling free while you're just talking. Falling out. Well, it's Zombies. that's the nightmare stuff. Remember we were talking about uh, most common nightmares. And teeth falling out was like number two or three or something. I'll put that at number one for me. Yeah. I've had a few of those dreams. <laughs> Not good stuff. But anyway, Piers Morgan. He's in all those movies, it turns out. Um, says, uh, let's see, on Tuesday, the issue was raised on Morgan's <laughs> Good Morning Britain show. He's got uh-huh. a co-host named Susanna Reed. Can we just have a look at Home Alone 2? Because frankly, it's the best <laughs> picture, she says. Lots of people watch Home Alone 2, and I wonder if this is you. And then uh, Morgan, age 55. Whoa, he's this, He's a year younger than than um, Keanu Reeves. That's weird. Oh, really? Yeah. That's bizarre. That's weird. Think of that. Wow. Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Anyway, he replied in mock outrage. Why does this keep coming up? Or, sorry, why does this keep coming around? That's not me. I'm not the bag lady in Home Alone 2. <laughs> so I'm I'm still on the fence here. I'm still not convinced. Uh, okay, without not. without looking anything up, yeah. give me a number. Okay. How many Home Alone movies have been made? Okay. Uh, one, then New York, then the third one, which was Christopher Columbus, who I think directed it. Um, I forgot what that was called, but there was a third one. Four, I think, because there was a kid that no one... There was a new kid. It was like next generation yes. of, of kid. Is it four? Uh, there are five. Oh, uh, three best. was produced, uh, written and produced by John Hughes. 
Yeah. Weren't they all written? Um, I mean, they were all written by Hughes, and the first two were directed by Hughes, right? Weren't they? The first two were directed by Hughes, but uh, no no Chris Columbus involvement in um, in Home Alone 3. It brought in a new kid, Alex Linz. Alex D. Linz. Uh, yeah, you don't know him. And uh, then there was 4, which was just called Home Alone 4. Okay. And who was in that? Uh, no, I'm sorry. 4 was called Taking Back the House uh, in 2002. Okay. Starring Mike Weinberg. Uh-huh. Yeah, that But kid. also brought in French Stewart from Third Rock from the Sun, Missy Pyle. Oh, I love Missy Pyle. Uh, yeah. She's great. Love her. Uh, that was followed in 2012 by Home Alone, The Holiday Heist, or also known as Home Alone 5, uh, made for television Christmas comedy film, which featured uh, Debbie Mazar and Malcolm McDowell. Oh my gosh, dude. Really? Yeah. Really? So what is- That's crazy. Everything you've said <laughs> sounds like a lie. I don't believe any of it. Um, I don't know how much it would take. To pay me to watch Home Alone Five, but I don't. I don't think I could do it. No, not even a film sack. I don't think we could do it. Yeah, no. Home Alone, the original. Sorry, this is where I was confused. Uh, Chris Columbus directed Home Alone, the original, but it was written by Hughes. But he he directed that original and the sequel. So I had it backwards. Hmm. He did not direct the third one. I thought he only did the third one, but he directed one and two. He directed one and two. Yeah. So it's his fault. A, there's a certain cameo he in that cast one. Piers Morgan as the pigeon lady yeah he did it saying. he did it he yes. also hired Trump so well done yeah alright uh. moving on <laughs> Brian you like Chipotle oh there's an untitled oh. six film by the way coming out soon great great can we get a short a short uh, film from 2018 called Home Alone Again with a Google Assistant which I think was just Macaulay Culkin talking to his uh, whatever the Google Assistant's name is Cortana or just okay, Google, whatever yeah, it is. Whatever the, no, that is, yeah. Well, Cortana's the, the go, oh. Microsoft one. <laughs> uh, so right, let, me, yeah. let me ask you this, or let me tell you this. Yes. Um, yes. I know, I now have on a list, I don't have a list, but I have in my head now the worst thing I've seen a Culkin do ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Like, and I think you may not even the know. Worst, not the worst in, uh, like, the worst acting or the worst performance, but the worst. The worst thing they were made to do on screen. Yes, okay. And it was in an episode of Succession. Succession? Uh-huh. Where Kieran Culkin, formerly in the freezer over at Fat Damon's house, uh-huh. is deciding to go into his new fancy office, season one. Uh, his oh. office is a, a gigantic uh, office that Big overlooks the whole city. glass window overlooking yeah. the city. Just window yeah. after window after window in there. That's all it is. Beautiful office everyone would kill for. And uh-huh. then does the worst thing you could possibly do on said window. And we get to spend time with him after during the cleanup phase. Needless <laughs> to say, it's the worst thing I've seen a, a, a Culkin do on screen. That is the worst thing I've seen a Culkin do as well, yes. yeah, yeah. It was no good. It's no good. All right, Brian. And I saw Macaulay Culkin sing Velvet Underground songs made uh, with pizza lyrics. And, and, and what Kieran did was worse than that. It was still worse. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, rest in peace, Rye Gerhardt was his name in the season two of uh, Fargo. Anyway, hey, you like a Chipotle? So do I. Well, rats have besieged one in New York and have uh, been eating all the avocados and attacking the staff. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is what happens. We go into lockdown. So no more pizza rat. Now we have burrito rat. Yep. Nature starts to heal. The rats come out. 
This is this is the part of the pandemic they don't want you to know about. Anyway, as columnist Mary Schmitch once said, mm. I said that right, right? Mary Schmitch could be Smick, could Smick. be Schmick. Maybe that, that, that could H be a hard. But she look at she's lucky enough to have the C H twice in her last name. Oh yeah, look at that, S C H M I C H. Wow, Smitch. Just her and Cheech. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're the only two. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, they said there are certain inalienable truths. Uh, prices will rise, politicians will philander, and I'm going to add one. You can always count on New York for a good rat story. Today, that story is the Upper Manhattan Chipotle food chain uh, rats who have been feasting on avocados and burritos and, by the sound of it, disturbed staff. Uh, that sounds kind of ridiculous, but apparently this is a real problem. Uh, today's rats have been running amok in the Washington Heights Chipotle, attacking employees, chewing through wiring systems, and causing the indefinite closure of the restaurant to the public. It's pure chaos every time a rat appears, says employee Melvin Paulino. Uh, speaking of the brazen behavior of the rats, brazen. They're just being rats, man. Yeah. That's what yeah. rats do. They don't care. They don't, no, they don't sit around going, I'm going to be really bold today. I'm going to go out there and <laughs> really put one over on the humans today. They don't think that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, I've got uh, avocados at 8 a.m. Yeah. Uh, then we've got, I've got a meeting and then uh, I'll be attacking, bite the staff. Yeah, I'll be biting the staff at four. See you then. <laughs> uh, he says, um, uh, let's see, well, the restaurant is closed. Staff is regularly coming to clean in an effort to help stave off the infestation. The, this includes some pretty serious survival tactics, including stomping rats and whacking them with boom, broom handles. Mm. Jeez, stomping them. That's just going to make stomping a big mess. Stomping rats. Uh, the infestation was first discovered in the summer when avocados were, pretty, uh, were, were found partly eaten in a bag of rice bitten through. That's how you always know. Oh, I had a I had an alarming moment the other day. Oh God! Okay. I was over here working on a mixer thing on this far side. You can't see it in the camera, but um, I was fiddling around over there, moving stuff around, and there was a little mouse poopy, just a little nugget there, which Eww. means a mouse has been up there. Which means Eww. I I need to get the traps, get check the traps again, make sure they're fresh because I got traps just in case. In the winter, they come inside. You know, they like to. They like are they snapper cage. traps or are they humane like little rocker cage traps? They're the uh, the little bo- I guess that's the box kind. We have the box. Yeah, kind. yeah. yeah where when they like a fulcrum where they step on like they go far into it, step on it, and it shoom, closes yes. the door. We do that because Carter. I mean, I'm also okay with it, but Carter really <laughs> she refuses to hurt any creatures ever of any kind. Yeah. Spiders, whatever. She's letting them all live. So she she demanded it. I think it was her. So now we, when we're done with these, we have to take them out and poop them out in the yard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not, not poop <laughs> you don't just put them out in your yard, though. You got to take them far away. Well, they farther their way back. That, yeah. We got to take them yeah. into somebody else's yard so that they yeah, go into the, their house. The Tesla neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, on good, we're on good terms, but there's nothing wrong with putting a rat in his house or a mouse. It's fine. Sure. Anyway, you, don't you go can make to a ratapult. To, yeah, ratapult. Fire it off in. <laughs> <laughs> a ratapult. <laughs> and fire it off into the, oh. into the neighbor's yard. Man, I had pet rats when I was growing up, but I've never seen one in the wild, like an actual like vermin rat. Uh-huh. Never, never seen one. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, New York Chipotle is the place for you, apparently, to go check out. Well, next time I'm in town, I'll do it. Um, all right, that's going to do it for two days show because, like I said, no Wendy today. I got to go. I got a meeting in about yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. But Meetings. before we do, we're going to play a song and. Um, uh, before we do that, I want to remind folks that we are sponsored and brought to you by you, you at home. 
That's right. Patreon.com slash TMS is where you do it. We were talking in the chat room earlier about all the cool levels, including the art card collection level. There's no other way to get those than that. It's all original art by me over time. Now there's, I don't know, there's hundreds of them in the wild now. Mm -hmm. There may be a way in the future for uh, back cards to be uh, found. I don't know. I'm talking to Dave about that right now. But in the meantime... It's a great way to get on that list. It's a great way to get bonus content. Every episode has a whole bunch of pre and post show stuff, including today. Uh, mostly pre because I have to go after post. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> extra stuff all around. Go to patreon.com slash TMS. And for anything else you're looking for, including song requests, by the way, we keep getting these ones sent to us willy-nilly. You're gonna, we're going to miss those if you don't send them to the proper link over at frogpants.com slash TMS. Yeah, you got to do it there. Exactly. Yep, there's a link, so do it there. All right, Brian, speaking of a song, you do you have a request for today? I do. Very understated wrote in and said, I'm finally coming out of the haze of the end of my marriage. And this sad song still helps me feel better. Uh, could you please play a cup or please play a version of please, please, please let me get what I want by the Smiths. Um, happy to do that. And um, he had one version he recommended. I'm going, I'm going off book here for this one because um, I've played that other version on the show before. And, and this is such a great, this, this song is covered by so many people. Um, Zoe Deschanel covered it with She and Him. Muse covered it for not another teen movie. And uh, probably one of the most famous covers of the song was one you might not have even realized was a cover of the song. Mm. Um, if you watched Ferris Bueller, you know the, the scene where, speaking of John Hughes, where Ferris and, uh, and Cameron and Sloan are walking through uh, the art museum mm. and uh, Cameron fixates on uh, the George Surratt painting. And you hear this, you know, this music during the whole time they're in there. There's no words to this. The, it's an instrumental um, and there's no words spoken by the cast in that museum. You just hear this music as they go through the, um, uh, through the uh, museum. That version is by dream Academy who oh. also had a big hit in the 80s with Life in a Northern Town. It's a cover. So they did a cover of Please, 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 Let Me Get What I Want, an instrumental version for that movie. Mm. They also released a regular version of the song with lyrics, and I'm going to play that one for you today. The only place you can get this is on their Best Of, called Somewhere in the Sun, Best of the Dream Academy. It's excellent. Here is Please, 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 Let Me Get What I Want by dream academy all right see a bunch of you for p.m uh tomorrow 3 30 mountain time if you're a patron you get that it's another patron benefit you get a, fr- a free extra show per- for the week and uh what else uh film sack this weekend we're doing the abyss right. we got all kinds abyss. of stuff i gotta watch that tonight because it's three hours long yeah i might have to split it up but i'm excited anyway all yeah. that and more this weekend check it out until then be good we'll see you then The luck I've had can make a good man turn back So please, please, please Let me, let me, let me Let me get what I want this time
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Okay, you don't have to get wise.